0: I'm your host Meghla Bhardwaj and on today's episode I have with me Margaret and Kevin who are Amazon sellers from Melbourne. Hi Margaret. Hi Kevin. How are you guys doing? Hi
1: How are you, Meghla. How Hi are Meghla. Old? How are you
0: today? I'm doing great. <laughs> Just hoping right. the coronavirus will go away soon but other than that <laughs> yeah, yeah, life is good.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Very soon. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> yes.
0: Well we're super excited to hear about your story Marg and Kevin. You know you've been of course selling on Amazon for a couple of years now um, so, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what were you doing before you started selling on Amazon and when did you start selling? I,
1: yeah, Mark can sort of do that.
0: Okay, well,
2: first of all, I suppose I'll quickly go through. I've worked in finance, insurance, budgeting, loans, revenue manager in local government. Um, I've done, managed several other businesses. Um, and then Kevin and I had our own business. We had um, Smash Repair or Panel Shop and tow trucks for nearly 20 years. Kevin was involved in it, and I was in it for probably half of that time, full time. Um, And Kevin's background, I suppose, is panel meter, and
1: you want to tell um, them what you are.
2: Yeah,
1: (laughs) and and, uh, aviation engineering sort of background as well, so. So
2: then we sold that after nearly 20 years, and we actually um, started just mentoring small businesses, trying to help people who um, had come from a trade background and had no idea about running a business and writing profiles for people trying to sell their businesses. Um, Then one day we stumbled across a video about Amazon, and the rest is history. That's about three and a half years ago, nearly now. Mm. Um, And we originally started sourcing from China and Korea. Then we moved over. Luckily, we um, met an Indian supplier actually in Hong Kong when we were on our way to a Canton Fair, and um, started sourcing from India, and have been and had a great time, really enjoy sourcing from the Indian. Um, community it's been great so we've been doing that for about two and a half years Um, I also manage some accounts Amazon accounts for a New Zealand company and I do one-on-one coaching or mentoring to people who are just starting out on Amazon wanting to find their way through the maze. and I suppose my biggest focus for people is making sure that when they start they get their costings right and they don't go into this and don't have enough money in their products before they go live and they're falling backwards. So that's probably our main story.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. So, what kind of opportunities do you think there are for people in Australia who want to sell online? You know, whether they want to sell in Australia or even globally, especially in the US?
2: Well, look, I mean, nowadays there's so many markets to choose from. I mean, you can really do US, you can do Australia. You can do Canada and Mexico right out of the US. Uh, we go to Singapore, we go to India. So there's lots of different opportunities with on the Amazon path, but if you want this, you know, Shopify, you could do eBay. There's so many other sources. You can do your own website. Just catch. Yeah, catch of the day from Australia. Say, yeah. So it just depends what you want to do, but I'd suggest to choose one to start with. Don't try and launch yourself on three or four different platforms at once. Um, learn, learn one, and learn how to do that, and then branch to something different. Uh, I personally think I like American US just because of the population size. Um, you know, you've got three hundred plus million people over there, and in Australia you've got thirty million. So, um, you know it's a lot easier to get some decent sales at Amazon Australia is fairly new and very slow to get going. So, you know, you can sort of sell 10 times as many products really um, in reality, because you've just got the population plus Americans are, I suppose, grown up on Amazon, know a lot about Amazon uh, Australian. It's, it's new. I think we're still learning in Australia, um, mm. Amazon. Um, and
1: plus um, America, there's so many um, shipping companies that know, how to ship straight into amazon or into a 3rd three, three party warehouse and so there's proven um, you know people with that experience that know how to do um, that sort of stuff for amazon in
2: yeah packaging i think it's a lot easier yeah because there's a lot more experience in you know in the background in yeah. the logistics and all that australian everyone in australia is still learning how to how to use amazon australia yeah and it is
1: expensive to ship to australia from from china or or india a lot more expensive than going into America, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I mean, you could source from, there's a couple of places in Australia you can source from like um, Australian Made website or there's, we've been to a couple of trade fairs in Melbourne and they're they're in Sydney where you can actually find products to to sell if you wanted to just sell locally. Um, But, you know, a lot of those are more geared to sell overseas as well. So, you you know, you need to really do the exporting to other countries from here as well before they go setting up a store they possibly need to start doing a bit of training to find out what they're in for and make sure this is for them um opening the account is a little you just got to make sure you've got your facts right and you answer everything correctly but it's just a matter of going online and filling out all the required information uh but i think if you don't know what involved you can be just signing up for something that you've got you know until you get deeper down it, and you start to source products and go through the whole process because uh really when amazon you need to well you need to learn you don't need to know but it's all a learning process because you've got to be able to source products you've got to be able to uh, ship them pack them box guidelines. you've got to do copy to write your listings you need to know about images uh, advertising marketing websites so I mean it's not for everyone I think if people are just thinking this is going to be a little hobby where they're going to just you know outlay a couple of thousand dollars and sit down for you know an hour a week and do it um, it's not it's it's a big commitment Um, especially if you're going to Amazon they're expecting you to be a professional business so um, you need to spend quite a bit of money to actually set yourself up initially it's not something that you can just um, you know perhaps if that's what you want to do maybe an eBay or something is a lot easier. There's not as much involved as dealing with Amazon. Um, you don't have to be um, sort of so um, strict with all your listing and everything as Amazon. So I think, you know, they're different. But eBay is obviously not as easy to, to grow, I don't think, as Amazon. It's, it's a little bit of a different site.
0: Right. So, what's the best way to get all of this information? Um, like, should people do a course maybe?
2: Look, there's a couple of ways i well
0: i at the moment i'm
2: a bit of a um as megala will know a helium 10 fan um and with that now you do it's, it's it's a software package that runs you can run your whole amazon business through but with that now they give you access to a free course by kevin king called freedom ticket uh and that's got basically it's probably one of the best courses out there all the information you need from go to woe so you need to really get that software and listen to that i think right through and decide if that's what you think I'm selling on Amazon is. And then there's um, another uh, course, or it's not really a course, it's a, I suppose, a video series of 10 or 12 videos that Tim Jordan and Bradley Sutton from Helium 10 made. And it's got lots of help. They actually source products from the start through to the end. So you can actually see all the steps. So I think it's much better to do something like that. You can go and look, there's lots of courses out there that marketers add and you can, you can spend $30,000 before you know it just doing training courses uh, and you're still only watching videos online. So I think um, just be careful if you're going to do that and talk to a few people before you sign up for any of those big dollar courses because there is free information out there that I think gives you as much. And then quite often you might find you need a little bit of help so then you can go and get some private coaching just through a few couple of hours here and there where you get to the really tricky parts where you're not sure and you need some help or... Have I got the right product? Have I costed it properly? How do I ship it? They're all things that people can get stuck on. And I think that way you're not spending as much money because you've got most of your training for free. So then you can just spend a lot less on you know, a course because some of the courses, you, you sign up for one course and the next thing you're paying for an add-on course and another add-on course and it just gets very, very costly.
0: Right. So can you explain the concept of private label? A lot of Amazon sellers, you know, they sell private label products. What exactly is it and how can uh, people do private label?
2: Uh, Well, it's basically, I suppose you choose a product and usually you try and differentiate it, make it your own. So, you know, you might pick a bowl and change the shape of it or the design or the material, but it doesn't have to be. You can buy products, direct and private label them. So really what you do is... You make up a name that you want to call a brand for your business. It um, can be anything that you really fancy. And at the moment, if you're dealing with Amazon, you probably then need to trademark that name so um, it becomes your own, which is a little bit costly. And these are the things that you've got to take into consideration when you're setting up all these costs because you really need to to do private label. you You've got to you know get a logo done. You've got to trademark it. Um, you, you do box design and put your own logo on the box, but that way um, you stand out from everyone else. Um, you can go on and, and sell, just generic, but um, it doesn't sort of look as good and doesn't have as much uh, weight. And the best thing of a brand is you can sell it at the end. Um, if you can build your business up with that brand, you've got something to sell in two or three years' time, you can, you can sell the brand off and, and make some money.
1: And for people who've got who are innovative and got ideas on certain products, they can make them products their own by simple changes. Sometimes, some people um, might see an idea. Um, there's a need for a certain product, and they can see that um, that all they have to do is, um, you know, have that um, product designed and made. And if they go to the right sort of factory, they can have that sort of design um, put made, and um, it, it's it's their own design, and it, you know, can add to their brand, can't they?
2: Yeah, you can, you know, like you can build a niche of all different products uh, in different niches or you can have, you can go down one line and just do all kitchenware or like there's, there's lots of different opportunities and everyone does it differently. There's nothing saying you have once you choose one particular path that you can't add others to that same brand. There's no rule. It's just however you want to do it. Um, and I think you've got to look around Amazon and have a look at how other People sell and get the ideas of how it all works. I think you need to just spend a lot of time looking on Amazon and finding out how the products how work all works, and, yeah. and look at you know look a little bit deeper than just clicking on a product and look into it to see how it's branded and is it branded and then decide what you want to do from there.
1: And I'll obviously, pick a niche that you would like to follow, and then a the niche you can actually grow from. You know, like a few products in a niche.
2: Yeah, some people do that, that. Yes. Yeah. so other. you can sell complementary products, yeah. So there's, there's lots of opportunities and lots of different, you know, and like everything sells on Amazon. I don't think if you, you name a product, you'll probably find it on there in some form. So it's not that you can only sell a few items. There's virtually anything you can sell from furniture down to little matchboxes. Like there's, there's no limit to, to what can be sold on there.
0: Right. So how, how do people go about choosing what to sell on Amazon? I mean, product research is, of course, a big challenge for, for many people who sell on Amazon. What advice do you have for selecting products?
2: Uh, look, it's a lot of people go, oh, I know what I want to sell. I've always wanted to sell that because I love it. Um, that's probably the worst thing you can do. Um, the best thing you can do is probably through um, the Helium 10 software is do all your product research because what Amazon is, it's keyword based. So if you don't choose a product that has good keywords and that you can find by keywords, um, it's very difficult to sell. Um, We made that mistake in the very start and we chose a product that we thought, yeah, everyone's going to want this. But then once we went to list it, we found there was nobody else searching for it because nobody knew about it and they didn't know what the keywords were. So it wasn't. It didn't work because we just didn't um, have any way of, of actually selling it. So I think that's really important that when you start to look for a product, but once you do the product research and you do the training, all this is explained a lot. Um, clearer. Yeah, in more detail because it, it's very complicated. But what you've always got to think about is if I want to buy that, how am I going to find it? What would I say? Um to find it. And if there's not many words, if there's only one or two words for that, it's pretty hard to um, to get that to be a success.
1: Because we, we um, had a couple of bundles yeah. of things where we added useful um, pieces to that bundle. Oh. And uh, in the keywords, it got mixed up because the... Um,
2: yeah, because you pieces. don't know which which one is the right keyword. So... Are, it can, it can become, yeah, so you've really got to give a lot more thought to, and, I mean, we've learned a lot since, you know, and the software's changed. There's a lot more information out there how to do this, um, like, than, you know, three, four years ago it was a lot different to what it is now. There's a lot more help out there, a lot more training videos that are really good to, to get you through those sort of um, hard steps, I think.
0: Right. So once we've found a product to sell, uh, what's the next step? How do you go about finding suppliers, you know, whether in Australia or India or China, what's the process?
2: Uh, look, it depends what the product you've chosen is as to where you start sourcing. If it's something made out of plastic or silicon and you really don't have a choice, probably, then most of that will come out of China. Uh, and if you're dealing with China, you've either got to um, fly over to China and go to the Canton Fair, which is on twice a year, or you can go on Alibaba, which is like... Oh, you
1: can go to eWoo.
2: Yeah, you can go to eWoo. There's, there's, a, few, there's a few different fairs Fair. and things you can go to. Um, but I think um, if you go, you can go on a site called Alibaba, which is just like a big website that has millions of products. But the thing is, there's you and probably another thousand people on there every day looking at those products and you end up putting yourself into a niche where there's so many competing people all selling identical things, because even though you can private label it, um, it's still, you know, it's the same pair of tongs or the same bowl or whatever, because you you go online and you'll see a whole screen of identical products. And that's where it becomes very difficult because in particular, um, in sort of the US um, marketplace, about 48% of the sellers are actually Chinese and a lot of those are Chinese factories. So once you're buying off Alibaba, you're really competing with Chinese factories who don't have the overheads that you have because they've got the stocks there. So it's very easy for them to just ship through um, and not pay all of the costs we have to pay them and um, they're able to ship a lot cheaper because they've got a bit much better volume. So I think um, you've just got to be careful doing that. But um, if you go to um, Vietnam, India, Korea, it's a, a little bit easier because you don't have the competition, but then it's a much harder thing to find the product. So um, like or with India, um, as I don't know, everyone knows about your trip, Megala, but we've got a trip that goes to um, India, to their daily fair and um, we can actually deal with suppliers on the floor and source see products and you can actually change them you can say to the manufacturer i like that but can i do it with a different look or a different material Uh, and it's a way to get very different products and they're handmade and they're not because they're not on a website you haven't got everyone looking at them so it's only you and the people that go to that fair that see them or the other option is um a sourcing agent which um, there's quite a few good sourcing agents that you can approach in India and they will but you need to know what you want you can't say find me a product you have to say I want this I want it to be this big this wide made out of this can you get me some prices on it so you have to do a lot of homework first and get some diagrams done so you need to know what you're after and the same it would apply for that in Vietnam Korea Um, you know there's quite a few other Bangladesh depending what it is there's a lot of other places you can source but I think it's better in the long run to get something that's different that's not out of China because you don't have so much competition.
1: We uh wherever we go now since joining uh, Amazon we we constantly on the look for um, things whether we're out in the restaurants in the bar um go to the shop we look at packaging we, we just look at things and look th- at things in a different way that how could we change that um you know to sell on Amazon and it's it's funny how um, the, the, the opportunities you see every day when you're just walking around and even how to better our um, packaging that we have, you know, certain packaging and we, we look at packaging we go, oh, look at how that opens, you know, we can sort of add that it might look better or the artwork, certain artwork. Uh, yeah.
2: There's
1: a lot of different um, things there out is, there, isn't yeah. there? But,
2: yeah. Yeah. but I mean, if, if you want to do plastic, you really don't have a choice. And I think you've got to be careful if you're dealing out of China to make sure that you are dealing with a factory and not just a middleman somewhere that's just making a margin out of it. And um, it's it's very difficult to, to be certain that you've got a, a factory that you mm. can trust and um, that's working with you because, we, you know, you've just got to watch that who you're dealing with, I think.
1: You can fall down uh, rabbit holes in, in Alibaba and... And um, some, there is some um, what you call fly-by-night sort of operators that will sort of steal you away from, from the platform and, um, you know, sort of, yeah, sort of set you up in a, in a little sort of factory rather than, a, you know, like a...
2: Yeah, and I think when you, you start, you've got, to, you've got to make sure, you've got to say, I'm a professional Amazon seller. It's no good going and saying, this is my first order. I don't know what I'm doing because you're gone. <laughs> 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 you've, got, you've got to, you know. You need pretend, to present yourself. You, yeah, you've got to really present yourself as a business person who's been selling for a long time, and you're just looking for some new products because otherwise, you you know, can easily be um taken down. Well, over, a lot of really. the
1: Chinese factories they're so busy. Um, unless you know, if you're just a, a mom and dad business, they know that it's only you know not many dollars they're going to be playing with, so they want to sort of be play with the big players. Right. sometimes not just the moment that so that's you know weekend sort of sellers
0: right so you've so been sourcing like, yeah. from china and india and what has your experience been like and what are some of the differences sourcing from china and india
2: communication i think was the hardest
1: was
0: dealing key. with yeah. china
2: um a lot of things get misinterpreted you can say something and they go yes 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 we know what you're talking about and they haven't got a clue um, they, fire, I had, we had a lot of trouble with our box die lines, um, mm-hmm. which people, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, they're the measurements that boxes get folded. So you have someone professionally like do, draw up the dimensions, and we sent our files to China and said, "You right, yeah, yeah," but they couldn't read the drawings. We yeah, we found that they too, too they
1: couldn't um, the the files that we actually sent them, and they were Adobe files that they couldn't open them, and they didn't have the the the. Um, I don't know what it is—the license from Adobe or something—but um, they yeah. struggled through it, and we ended up with um, wrongs- very,
2: very large boxes <laughs> that we <did. laughs> they were nothing like the dimensions we gave them. So, uh, yeah, whereas we find um, like dealing in India, in particular, is so much easier because the language barrier is not there. Yeah. Um, it's so much easier to communicate, right. uh, and I just find that the people—they—it's um, just a different culture. I think they—they they are a lot more helpful. They're not just uh, out to make a dollar, they want it to work for you and for them and they want you to come back and be and have a long term relationship. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm yeah. you know, I've been very, very happy dealing in um in India compared to dealing with China. In fact I I say I'd never go back to China, but if I find something I really have to have made there I probably will but well, I would, if, if, I would you know,
1: a, if we find the right factory that yeah. we can trust and build you know have a relationship.
2: It'd, it'd take a lot
1: to, to drag me back, yeah. I think. Because we did have a product um, that we um, sort of put together and it was selling really well. And um, we found out that our factory was our competition. They just yeah, they, they, copy, they they, copy yeah. you very quickly.
2: And, you know, yeah. they said, oh, that's a really great idea you've got there. And two months later, somebody else is on <laughs> Amazon selling our product. And we went, yeah, hey, hello. And, of course, $5 cheaper than us. So there goes your profit margin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so it is, um, yeah very you know you've just got to be careful who you deal with all the time you've got to be you know not trust I think you've got to learn not to trust anyone and to always triple check everything go back and ask can you show me you know, they'll say yeah the, it looks right in the box what can you show me on a video please I want to see you in your factory I want so you, you know you've got to really triple check you sometimes just think oh, I don't need to check back but you do and you need to check it mm. twice, not once.
1: Because even some of the paperwork, like uh, what they call uh, triple N- N- NNN agreement and NDA on disclosure agreements, in China, sometimes the people there don't respect those documents. And if we you went to the court, it would cost us a lot of money to pursue that. And I think they know, they really know that, don't they? And they take advantage of that. Whereas India, I think India is more. Uh, loyal in the way that uh, they respect, you know, the the Western culture more in, in when it comes to law, and uh, uh, when we put legal documents to our factories, they're more respectful, aren't
2: they? Yeah, no, yeah. I just think, but look, you know, I mean, a lot of people have great relationships in China as well. I think yeah. it's just, you know, you've just you've got to be careful and you've got to work on it and try and have a good relationship with whoever you deal with and not take anything for granted.
0: Okay, that's great advice. So what, in your opinion, is the outlook for e-commerce uh, you know, in Australia and, and globally, and especially for, for Amazon?
2: Look, I think once we get over this horrible crisis we're in and get on the downward curve, I think it's going to be probably better than it's ever been because with what's happened recently, um, so many people I know Amazon have been opening up Prime accounts willy-nilly because there's just so many people now all of a sudden can't get out to the store so they're learning how to use Amazon even though um, Amazon has a big marketplace they still only have I think it's 12% of the retail in America is is sold online the rest is still through bricks and mortar so there's still a hell of a long way for us to go um, before we even get to 50% so there's so many opportunities to get you know further products on and Obviously, look at now what people were shorted short on in this crisis. But once again, don't all go and steal hand sanitizers and masks because it's not going to work. It's going to be mm-hmm. overly <laughs> crowded markets. But just think a little bit more further afield than that of other things that have happened. Um, like even everyone at the moment in Australia is doing DIY because everyone's got nothing to do, so they're all painting their house or doing handyman jobs. So you know, there's there's arts and
1: crafts for the children. Yeah. Um, games for mum and dad because mum and dads are going to be bored as well as the kids So yeah, and yeah look the whole world will thing
2: probably thing. change as the outcome of this a lot more people might start working from home permanently because businesses see how the whole world has changed through this that we might change the way we live and uh, the way we do a lot of things so there might be lots and lots of opportunities, opportunities. plus I just think that um, the e-commerce will just take off because um, even I think people will just get used to not going to the stores as much, um, and a lot of stores will have closed down because they're going to be shut down now. A lot of those might not reopen, so there's probably going to be a lot of um, empty spots where there yeah, was retail. Where a lot of not retailers there.
1: might be able to afford to to go back to. Um, you know, I mean, if you look at a retail space, um, how much per foot they pay in a local uh, shopping mall.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, Amazon is, isn't cheap to get into, but if you look at, um, say, to set up, I don't know, an Amazon business, buy, you do, um, you know, you buy some product, you know, your minimum order to start with and you do your website and your um, trademark and your images and all those things, you know, it might cost you, you know, ten, maybe $20,000 to get everything set up and all your products and enough money to have your second lot of, you know, stop coming through because you've got to allow sort of some capital for that but i mean we're in a bricks and mortar store can you go and open a business for twenty thousand dollars i mean it's no, probably your down payment to your solicitor for your lease on the building and your first month's rent um so you know and you've got your stock and you've got staff to pay from day one i mean with amazon you actually only need really the money for your stock and your setup because the product goes into amazon if it gets sold they take their fees out of it and you get what's left so you don't have to have if you're selling something for a hundred dollars you don't have to have a hundred dollars you really only probably need thirty dollars and the rest of it um is profit or money that um, amazon take in their fees so um it, it's a lot easier but it's not that easy that everyone should just jump on it tomorrow but you know unless you're prepared to have at least i think ten thousand us dollars it's not something you should start because it's you a, won't yeah. get anywhere
1: it's a, you, it's a bit of hard work too isn't
2: it yeah look it's not an hour a day it can be yeah. you know different times of the year it is an hour a day but a lot of the yeah. time um you know there's things you need to do yeah. all the time and it, work it's, on it's your not business. A,
1: it's not a it's set and forget operation is it no you've got to sort of uh, you know you can lay on the beach with a laptop but you still you know, checking things at certain times.
2: Yeah, and if you want to build the business and be successful, it's like everything. It's hard work. It's, you know, it's not a piece of cake. I mean, some of the marketers tell you, oh, look, a couple of thousand dollars and have their beautiful boat and their (laughs) Porsche in the picture and this is your life. And the Lamborghini. (laughs) Um, It's not true. It's um, it, there's a little bit more to it. But it, look, it's a great lifestyle. We know many successful people. We've got so many friends from it. It's fantastic. And to not have to go to work every day, um, nine to five, you can do it at midnight. You can do it whenever you like. So um, there's a lot of freedom as well, which is great.
0: Yeah. I think what's important is that people need to treat it as a business and it's not just something that will make you a millionaire overnight.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And that's
2: portrayed yeah. a lot wrongly. Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: that's um, you know. Well, we, we started as a part-time thing too, didn't we, really?
2: Well, yeah, we, well, we, we sort of heard how easy it was and thought, oh, won't take us. we'll just do this in the morning. But, yeah, um, it's not that easy. No. It's,
1: it's become a um, sort of full-time
2: sort
1: of thing. It's become an obsession. It's a lifestyle for us. I yeah. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Yeah.
0: So I guess what people should do now, if they're thinking of e-commerce uh, or getting into e-commerce, maybe now's the time to do some research and maybe do the course, uh, Kevin King's course, sign up for Helium 10. And uh, then maybe a couple of months down the line when everything is settled, you know, with the coronavirus and everything, that's that's when they should probably launch, uh, you know, their business, right?
2: Yeah. Look, I think too, just at the moment, if anyone does go off and do those courses, um, it's not a good time to do the product research because, as you yeah. can imagine at the moment, um, probably 80% of the, um, categories on Amazon aren't really selling very much because everything's being sold because it's mainly masks and hand sanitizers and things that are needed in this crisis. It's like all the essential, all the so, essential. So, yes. Yeah, so, I think at the moment you've really got to um, wait till the dust settles. I would not, um, even with what we know, think of like going, oh, yeah, that looks like a good product. Look how much it's selling because the figures are so skewed up at the moment with the issue. So, but I think it's a great time to. to Learn what you want to do, get your ideas, get some products drawn up, yeah. um, you know, do lots of work and you can do some research, but it needs a ha- you'd need some help from someone who knows because there are ways that we can sort of see what was selling a couple of years ago, but it's not something that a, a new person could just do on their own. They, you know, can go and ask, you know, there's a lot of people out there that you can get access yeah. to. Well, there's, to
1: there's sourcing from India, the FB page and the information that people share on their daily, yeah. There's lots oh, of information. I mean, people ask questions of where can I do this and who can I find, um, and almost daily, um, people are responding and, and answering. So there's lots of help and on uh, a lot of the forums, uh, like like sourcing from India, if that's what you want to do. Uh, but right. there's others out there. You've just got to search um, for what you'd like to do. Uh, we we um, you know sort of we know. If we wanted to know something we we have people um that we could um just reach out to and there's a lot there's a, the information is there you just got to reach out to grab it don't you? Wow.
0: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah so what's next for for you guys <laughs>
2: Oh well, at the moment, sitting tight, trying to get through this crisis. I think um, yeah, survive. Yeah, just survive because um, a lot of the niches are not selling very much. We're in not. Um, we don't sell food and we don't sell hand sanitizer. So um, no, our niches are gone fairly quiet. Like probably 80 percent of the people that sell on amazon uh so we've just got to get through this and be ready to um go forward and we've got a a new product that we've just sort of put on the back burner just at the moment because um we just don't know what's going on with the whole Mm. world and you know how long it's going to be before all the shipping and everything is back to normal so Mm. but i mean at the end of it we want to be there once it you know, Amazon is back to itself mm. and there's more opportunities to grab those opportunities like, you know, a lot of the mm. experienced people are saying, this is like, you know, almost like going to be like a gold rush at the end of it. Once we mm. get through all this, there's going to be so much opportunity out there to mm. find well, our, new products.
1: Our main factory, one of our main factories in, in India, um, we talk to them and uh, we've got a very close relationship with them and uh, we talk to them almost daily and it's, um, hi, Mark, I'll just give you an update on, on how things are and, how many cases are in their area and even in their streets and uh,
2: yeah so it's, it's, it's a totally different um, time I think yeah, at the moment I, but but you know I mean by the time you do the courses and learn enough um, you know in a couple of months pray tell that the curve's going down and yeah. it'll be a good time to, to start really going in and looking for your products at that stage because things will be starting to to turn around we hope yeah Really? Because
1: it, with with Amazon, it's not just that um, next week type of thing. I mean, there's a there's a you know a bit of time lag
2: yeah. into
1: getting you know stuff into production. And, you know, to get your product to market is not an instant.
2: Yeah. No, I think if you open an Amazon account, you've got to be prepared for at least six months before you live, even without what's yeah. going on now. Just from mm-hmm. by the time you open your account, you find your product, you do your load your labeling, and your and design and you copy in your photos it's just it's a six-month process to, to really get something live so you know you this it's not a rush and it's not something you can rush you need to dot every int and work your way through it and get it yeah. right so as,
1: as far as what's next for us really we'll just be sitting back we'll be look at revisiting a few ideas that we had during the year with, with um cool products um we're not sort of in any rush we can and take things easy, we've got some packaging ideas we want to re-look dis- re- re- at. Yeah,
2: but I just so. want to really let the dust settle, I yeah. think, and yeah. um, you know, make sure we can all get through this and yeah. get to the other side and then off we go again. And I think that's what most people will be doing. Um, you know, Some of the seasoned sellers who know, um, you know a lot and have a lot of influences inside um, buying houses and things, they're probably going to go in now and do stuff, but I don't think a lot of sellers would be looking at um, you know, too much jumping onto things just at the moment.
1: The, tra- the tra- trends will certainly change. Yeah. And yeah. those trends, if you're watching the trends um, and you, you are, um, you, you, know, you sort of ha- have got capital to, um, to spend, then you, know, you might be in a position to, to jump on, on a trend and, and ride that trend. There might be new trends. We don't know what's going to come out the other side. There might be totally a totally new world, perhaps. I mean, who knows at this stage what's going to be out yeah, there? What's happen,
0: yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah. So that was a lot of great information for someone who's uh, who wants to start selling on Amazon or start an e-commerce business. So, of course, you guys provide a, a private coaching to people, and do you work with absolute newbies as well, or do you mostly work with? Uh, yeah. Someone who's no, look, a lot of the
2: time, people who are just starting out, really. Um, right. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, I'll get stuck. I think it's like product selection and just, you know, learning how to, to look at products um, is, is not easy and unless you know Amazon and how it works. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of training needed in that and the costing part and I think it's no good really starting and I get quite a few people who come to me for coaching and think I've got a magic wand because they've been selling for three months that didn't get their costings right, got the wrong product and say to me, I'm losing money. Can you help me? And I'm yeah, but how can I help you? I can't change what you've done. So I think um, that people, it's probably worth a little bit of outlay when you're first starting out to go to a coach and make sure that um, what you follow, you're doing is, you right is, is, is sort of, look, we can't guarantee anything's ever going to work because you could have, you know, and we'll all, every person I think who sold on Amazon will tell you that they've had something that didn't work even though you think it might but we've got a lot better idea because we we know the platforms a lot better we know what works and we know how to read a lot of the reports and um, the graphs yeah and we can so, help
1: you to sort of validate the yeah, product, so, whether it's worth carrying on or
2: and, uh, you know, and Mark yeah.
1: can help with uh, you know keywords do keywords research where people haven't really got the expertise to sort of see what words are going to work.
2: Getting your listing right and getting your shipping plan right. So there's lots of things that, you know, it's not that easy. Uh, You can do a lot of the training, but when you come to do it, it, sometimes it's a little bit daunting and I get people to go, oh, I'm stuck. So I think, um, you know, sometimes that's a benefit of not spending a lot of money on the course because most of the courses are video type things anyway. So if you haven't outlaid any money now, then you can afford to go to a coach and, and get a few hours training along the way, which is not going to cost you any money. Yeah. Even,
1: even simple things like uh, photographs, um, image, yeah. images. Understanding, sell, yeah. Sell, everything, sell the products every time on Amazon. If you've got the wrong images, um, you know, it might turn people off your products. If you've got the right images,
2: yeah, it's got it, to sell a
1: product. Sell a product for you, so right. uh, you know it's just showing people. Uh, you know, this is the way. This is the process. And if you stick to the process, you can win. Yeah,
2: you and win. It, and it's doing it in the right logical steps because people will go oh, what do I, do? it's like, you know, what do I do now? Do I do this next? Do I do this next? Because some of the steps, it's very hard to get. There's so location. many steps. You've got to have this piece of paper to go with that piece of paper before you can press this button. So sometimes it just gets a little bit, the first time you go to do it, you just go, oh, I just don't know where to go here. So I think um, that's where, you know, a little bit of online coaching, um, you know, can help you um, get just get through those,
1: yeah.
2: you know, just, and, and stop making yeah. a lot of mistakes. It could cost you a lot of money yeah. if you don't do it right.
0: Right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing so much uh, information. And I uh, wish you guys yep. all Lovely the very catchy. best. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay. Fine. Take okay, care. Yeah. Thank you. Bye bye, bye. bye.